More to Life is a co-production of Ave Maria Radio and EWTN Radio and carried across the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. Today on More to Life, Family Matters. Got parenting questions, family conflict, extended family troubles? We're helping you deal with all kinds of family problems today on More to Life at 877-573-7825. Says they want to have a great marriage and family and personal life. Well, the theology of the body reveals how you can actually achieve it. More to Life. The happiest couples know how to say I do to each other every moment of every day. Surprising. Relevant. Hopeful. Angela, let's not just settle for stopping your son's behavior. Exactly. Let's talk about the kind of young man you want to raise. Practical. Theology of the body-based answers for every part of your life. God's original blueprint didn't include depression and anxiety. Yeah, that's a human invention. God wants to set you free. Let's talk about making that happen. The life you were meant to live through the theology of the body. More to life. Good morning, everyone. You are listening to More to Life on the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. I'm Dr. Greg Popchak. I'm Lisa Popchak. And today on More to Life, Family Matters. We're talking about all things family on More to Life today. If you've got parenting questions or family conflict or extended family troubles, we want to help you create the kinds of family relationships you're longing for under your roof or in your extended family. The number is 877-573-7825. Again, that's 877-573-7825. Oh, and let's face it. It is quickly becoming that time of year where you have to deal with family, those under your roof and those who are not, those who have been away for a while and are coming back. And all of it can get very hectic, very confusing, a little strained. I mean, let's talk about even the good relationships. If you have an adult child or a child who's in college and they're coming home over the holidays at any point, and we just are like, fantasizing about this warm, wonderful, happy holiday. But we don't put in any margin for getting to know them again, for their exhaustion, for the fact that we're all moving at a different pace. We don't put in time to even breathe together before we jump into everything that we do for the holidays. That can get strained. Family coming to you or you going to them Old hurts can come up, disagreements over politics, religion, who mom loved more can come (laughs) up. And the people under your own roof, as you're trying to do all the daily things and all the things for the holiday, because the daily things don't end, make everything a little bit hectic and strained, or maybe it has nothing to do with the holidays and it's just your everyday stuff, because family can be a little complicated and we're help you we're here to help you uncomplicate it today on more to life at 877-573-7825 whether your family is meant to be a blessing i mean the reality is family is meant to be a blessing but sometimes it can feel like something else and whether your younger kids are testing your limits or your adult kids are testing your patience or your parents are driving you crazy or your extended family is making you want to (laughs) enter the witness protection program just to get some peace We're here to help you handle all those family matters gracefully. The number is 877-573-7825. Again, that's 877-573-7825. 
573-7825. Every day on More to Life, we take a look at the topic of the day through the lens of St. John Paul's Theology of the Body. And for folks who aren't aware of what that is, St. John Paul, when he was Pope, gave a series of reflections on how, by prayerfully contemplating God's creation, we can discover God's plan for leading a more abundant life and having healthier, holier relationships. The theology of the body reminds us that the primary way we build the kingdom is by creating communion, making relationships we have with the people in our lives as healthy, holy, and deep as we reasonably can. In that sense, cultivating a strong family life with both the people under our roof and our extended family is one of the most important ministries we can do. The theology of the body reminds us that family life is meant to be a little way of holiness, the primary path moms and dads and kids walk to become everything God created us to be. You know, having a satisfying, joyful, rewarding Christian family life means being willing to consciously engage in ongoing home improvement projects on our relationships. You know, we need to be conscious about praying together as much as possible, but at least praying on our own to discern God's plan for our family life every day. Regularly examining and discussing how we can love each other a little better, work together a little better, serve each other a little better, handle conflict even just a little better. You know, the more our families exhibit that commitment to growth and communication and prayer, the more we'll be able to create those godly families founded on relationships that can both satisfy the longings of our hearts and be a witness in the world of the love that God wishes to share with all of his children. Sound good? Well, let us help you make that a reality in your home or your extended family today on More to Life. The number 877-573-7825. Again, that's 877-573-7825. If you've got either parenting questions, family conflict, extended family troubles, if your kids or your adult kids are driving you crazy or your parents are making you kind of shake your head or extended family issues are causing you to just spin. And <laughs> <laughs> want to run and hide from it all. We are here to help at 877-573-7825. Well, Greg, you mentioned that it can be like a home improvement project. And most of us shudder hmm. at that idea because they're messy and inconvenient and chaotic and often costly. Let's work on the stuff without having to completely destroy everything to build it back up. Whether you just want to move around some knickknacks that aren't in the right place in your family life, or you need to take down some walls to give yourself more space, more, more togetherness. We're being metaphorical here, of course. <laughs> we are here to help you figure this all out for you and your family life could be you're starting out and you just don't even know how to start raising kids together or having that married life together or you've been doing this a whole long time and you got a lot of people that you got to work with and work around we're here to help you today give us a call on more to life at 877-573-7825 that's 877-573-7825 
25. Let's take our concerns to the Lord, and then we'll start taking your calls. In the name of the Father, Father and the Son, and the, Son, and the Holy, Holy Spirit. Spirit. Amen. Lord Jesus Christ, your church tells us that family life is meant to be a gift, and yet so often it's a gift that we'd like to return. <laughs> so we bring to you those people that are driving us crazy in our own families, Lord. We bring to you those situations when our younger children test our limits, when our adult children test our patience, our spouse drives us crazy, our parents make us frustrated, our extended family of brothers and sisters and all the rest drive us a little bit crazy. We ask you, Lord, to give us the blessing and the grace that we need to respond to all those situations with real grace, with wisdom, with compassion, and with an eye toward building the kind of family life that you are calling us to build so that even in all of our imperfect and broken households and families, we can witness to the world of the power of your grace and your love to make a true difference so that we can build your church by building strong domestic churches. We ask all of this through the intercession of the Blessed Virgin Mary and in the name and of the, the Father, Father, the, the Son, Son, and the Holy, Holy Spirit. Spirit. Amen. Amen. Pope St. John Paul the Great. Pray for us. Today on More to Life, the show is titled Family Matters as we talk about parenting questions, family conflict, extended family troubles, and lots of those kinds of stressful things that happen in family life. Give us a call at 877-573-7825. Again, that's 877 877- Five seven three seventy eight twenty five. We deal with, by the way, all these kinds of questions every day on CatholicHOM.com. That is the, it stands for Catholic Households on Mission, and it's the community for Catholic parents just like you who are coming together every day to learn about how to lead a more faithful, loving, and joyful Catholic family life. And if you'd like to learn more about how Catholic Home can help you, check it out. Just go to CatholicHOM.com, or you can download the Catholic HOM app. The first month is absolutely free. Give it a try. Cancel any time. But I think that you will love all the resources and support you can get from our whole team of pastoral counselors and coaches interacting with folks every day, plus the great videos and podcasts and downloadables and all kinds of other stuff to help you Bring Christ into your home in more meaningful ways and build that more loving, caring, and connected, faithful family life. Check it out, CatholicHOM.com, or download the Catholic HOM app today. Again, the first month is free. Cancel anytime, but I know that you'll want to stick around because it's just it's, it's awesome. We're having a great time over there. We, we are. are taking your calls right now at 877-573-7825. We're talking about family life today on More to Life. And if you've got problems under your own roof or in your extended family, we want to help you manage all those situations gracefully. 877-573-7825. Let's talk now with Mary Beth, who's listening to EWTN Radio in Ohio in St. Paul. Hi, Mary Beth. Welcome to More to Life. What's going on? Hi, good morning. Um, I hope it's okay to share a success story that's related to your help. (laughs) Okay, sure. Thanks. Do I have your attention now? No, I'm just um, You would have anyway, but you sure do. Go ahead. Let us know what's going on. I'm, just, I'm teasing. I just want to thank you. Um, this holiday is going to look different. Um, so bottom line is, that's how you're supposed to talk to men, tell the end of the story first. <laughs> but um, the bottom line is that I'm going to, I'm looking forward to this because 
I'm prepared, and you're doing wonderful work to prepare others, but you've prepared me in the past. This will be the first holiday that I'm not even tempted to have one or two extra glasses of wine to make it through. Oh, wow. <laughs> I, I feel like I'm... Well, that makes wow. Sense. Yes. It does. What, what's what's going on? Say, we've only got about two and a half minutes before break, so what, what, share your story with us. Okay. Well, I guess another bottom line would be um, in 2007... I was uh, fired from my family business, and I co-own it, okay? <laughs> and I, I've lost more than a million dollars. So there, there's a little hurt there, you know? But um, I've gotten beyond that. I've learned so many lessons in that. But what I really like, I think my biggest takeaway with you guys is um, I'm in control of me, you know? And so mm. I make a choice. And what I tell my friends a lot, because um, I do a little bit of counseling with others, is just say, God gave us legs, and even if he didn't give us legs, we'd probably have a wheelchair. At any moment, we can keep it classy for a few seconds and just politely leave the room. So I love that, knowing that I do have an exit plan if I need one. Does that make sense? Yes, an exit plan is important when we're dealing with with people that, you know, make us uncomfortable in some way. Right. And then um, my approach is, with my friends anyway, when I approach them, I give them a hug and I'm uh, a person that affirms a lot, so I always say what I like about them right in that moment. Well, I'm treating my siblings the same, you know, and, uh, mm. you know, like, wow, I like that, and that's so great you did that, and do you remember when this happened? So, you know, I'm being deliberate with my compliments with my siblings. Some people don't take that step with siblings. They might do it with friends, and um, God wired me a little bit. No, but I think, you know, your, 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 uh, your comments are really pointing to something that's, that's important to keep in mind, especially when we're dealing with, with family members that drive us crazy, whether, whether that means our own kids. Uh, little kids or adult kids or, or, or anybody in our family. And, and that is, you know, we need to stop trying to control the other person and change them and focus on changing ourselves. Now, when I say that, though, you know, I don't mean that it's our job to fix everything, right? It, 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 what I'm saying is that regardless of what an other person does, we always have the power to redirect that conversation in a healthier way. You know, even if we think the other person is being crazy or offensive or hurtful in some way, our response can either make the situation a little bit better or a little bit worse. And whatever we do, we can make that choice to either pour water on the fire or pour gas on the fire. Now, that doesn't solve the problem immediately, like, you know, in your case, it doesn't get you your million bucks back, but it does move you step by step toward a better relationship with these people who are otherwise going to drive you crazy. And I think your points about, you know, being able, you know, you, you can either choose to walk away if you need to, you can, you can choose to enter into the conversation uh, in a more positive way, in a more complimentary way, in a more upbuilding way, you know, that, that, that kind of directs the conversation in a better path. I think all of those ideas are perfect examples about this notion that we have the ability to control ourselves and that when we are in control of ourselves we can direct the conversations by either pouring water on the fire or pouring gas on the fire well and and that will help us to take steps toward hopefully with god's grace making the relationship a little bit better but what it definitely does and i hear this so much in the confidence you're speaking with mary beth is it lets us have a better relationship with ourselves you know we know we walk away in a place of we went in with a plan we executed our plan either they responded well didn't respond at all or maybe even still responded badly but we know we did our best with god's grace we had a plan 
Hopefully we prayed about it. Hopefully we prayed before going into the situation and we're are walking in the grace of God. But we can walk away saying, I know I did my best in this situation. And when we have that kind of confidence, then that inner critic that we have going on all the time that says, you know, oh, why did you say that? And why didn't you do this? And it is quieted. And we can have that peace inside ourselves because we know we're walking in the best possible way we could have prepared to walk. Mary Beth, I love the confidence you have right now. I love the way you're speaking about this. And thank you for saying some of it was, was learned here on More to Life. And we wish you all the best with your family and, of course, with the holidays, as you don't have to have those extra couple of glasses of wine. <laughs> Thank you for calling. Well, we are taking your calls, listeners, at 877-573-7825. Again, that's 877-573-7825. We're talking about family life today. And whether that's the family under your own roof or your extended family, the reality is family relationships are not easy. And working to make those relationships a little healthier, a little holier, a little more rewarding is actually a ministry. You know, if you think about ministry as any activity that shares the love of God with another person, building strong family relationships is a ministry. Because a lot of times, when we're left to our own devices, we just kind of want to write, want to write, want to run away from those mm-hmm. situations. I can speak. But, you know, through God's grace, we're given the ability to confront those challenging circumstances with our spouse, with our kids, with our extended family, and, and to begin to work toward healing by, as Mary Beth was explaining, taking those small steps that lead to better, healthier, and holier relationships. Give us a call at 877 877- Five seven three seven eight two five. Again, that's eight seven seven five seven three seven eight two five. Let us help you build a stronger, more faithful, loving family life for yourself. And perhaps you're saying, "No, I need to run away." Well, maybe you do need to set specific boundaries in a lot of areas or with one person or even around your own mouth. We can help you figure out what you do do, what you don't do, and figure out God's place for all of that in your life and your relationships. Give us a call today on More to Life, 877-573-7825. That's 877-573-7825. 7825. When we come back, in addition to taking your calls, we'll be joined by Jacob Flores Popchak. He is a pastoral counselor with CatholicCounselors.com. He'll be sharing some insights for parents on how to strengthen your relationship with your kids, especially when they're getting under your skin. Stick around for that and a whole lot more with your calls when More to Life continues talking about family matters today at 877-573-7825. We'll be back in just a minute. This program is brought to you by the following nonprofit underwriter. Finding health care for yourself and your family can be isolating and confusing. That's why the Catholic Health Alternative, CMF Curo, is offering Christ-centered health sharing for individuals and families, along with new wellness services to help heal and restore your whole person, spirit, mind, and body. Visit cmfcuro.com to find out more. That's cmfcuro.com, where you can experience Christ's healing love in your health and wellness. Catholic Connection with Teresa Tomio. A conversation I had several years ago with uh, one of our listeners who wrote to me and said she was being challenged by a friend or a cousin or someone regarding the church and various teachings, especially on marriage and abortion and whatnot. And she said, I need the answers and I need them quickly. 
because I want to quiet this person and shut them down. And I wrote her back and I said, I'm not going to give you the answers. I will give you some resources, such as the link to the Catechism of the Catholic Church. And I said, but you need to look these up and you need to read them over and you need to learn them because this is not going to be the last time that you're going to be challenged or questions about your faith. And what good is it if you're just barking answers to someone and you're not able to explain them charitably? This is a way we all should learn by doing the work ourselves. Catholic Connections, Teresa Tomio. Weekdays, 9 a.m. Eastern on EWTN Radio. This program is brought to you in part by Charity Mobile, a proud partner of Ave Maria Radio for over 15 years. Charity Mobile is the pro-life cell phone company and has sent nearly $2 million to thousands of pro-life charities. 4G LTE coverage is available nationwide, and 5% of your monthly plan price goes to your favorite pro-life charity. A video introduction is available at CharityMobile.com. Charity Mobile, everyday living, effortless giving. CharityMobile.com. Thank you for joining us today on More to Life on the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. I'm Lisa Popchak. I'm Dr. Greg Popchak, and today on More to Life, Family Matters. We're talking about all things family. So whether you've got parenting questions, dealing with family conflict, or extended family troubles, we want to help you make your family life everything that you want it to be and that God's calling it to be. Give us a call at 877-573-573. 7825. Again, that's 877-573-7825. Joining us right now, Jacob Flores Popchak. He is a pastoral counselor with CatholicCounselors.com. He's an expert on the theology of the body, an author, an illustrator, and with Father Gabriel Toretta, the co-host of the Faith and Arts podcast, Created Things. Jacob, welcome to More to Life. Thank you for having me. So you wanted to talk a little bit about what parents can do uh, to kind of build relationship with their kids, especially when their kids are getting under their skin? Yeah, you know, I think the number one thing that I've, I've sort of learned as a therapist is that when someone is really driving you crazy, you need more quality time with them and not less, right? It's, it's one of those very counterintuitive, he who seeks to uh, save his life will lose it kind of Christian <laughs> But, you know, when somebody is really getting under my skin, especially if it's a close family member, you know, especially if they're my child, chances are we need more quality time and connection rather than more time apart. Right. But what about those times when we try to make that overture to our kids and they kind of act all sullen, like they'd rather be with anybody but us? Well, sure. And that's that's kind of the main point I wanted to address today, because I... I hear that complaint a lot, right? I will encourage a parent in session to start kind of some some sort of ritual with their child where they spend, you know, some one-on-one quality time every week. Not when you're just running to another activity for a different kid, but but actually, you know, sitting down for an hour and going to the coffee shop or the ice cream shop or just sitting in the living room and doing some activity where the other person is your primary focus, not like what you guys are doing, you know? And everybody will say, oh, great idea, great idea. We, we, we want to do that so much. Of course, that's the ideal. And then there's this thing that happens when we sit down with our kid and we don't know how to talk to them and they don't really know how to talk to us. And it doesn't really seem like they're enjoying 
this time that I've, you know, kind of carved out for them. And we just sort of stare at each other like a cow looks like an oncoming train. And and then mm. I, I, you know, I never want to do that again because I say, oh, my kid hated that. That was so awkward. And, and, the and there's part made, of it that makes us feel rejected. So we do just kind of curl up into ourselves and think, I just don't want to do this again. Well, sure, sure. But, you know, our kids need to be able to see that we're big enough to handle their awkwardness. Mm. Right. I, you know, if my kid is ever going to really trust me, I need to be the rock in the ocean that the waves of their perpetual awkwardness and insecurity and all those things that they're constantly dealing with on a you know moment by moment basis can crash over me and I'm not going to budge right and when I when I give in to my sort of very legitimate but ultimately misdirected feelings of rejection and when I let that them sort of when I let their awkwardness sort of win the moment instead of letting me win over the moment by not caring about the awkwardness I really show them that I can't handle that and and I always point those parents with with this concern or this complaint back to the story you know of of Joshua from the Bible and how he walks around the city of Jericho over and over and over again just playing the same song on the horn and everybody <laughs> thinks he's crazy right because you're just going to keep walking around this, these big thick walls just playing a song on the horn over and over and over again you know monotonously like a broken record. But then what happens? You know, as God promises, after a certain number of days, the walls come tumbling down. And that's just the same way with relationships. You know, if I'm willing to sit and just kind of stare at my kid and make weird small talk for an hour every week at the same time, no matter what, for a couple of weeks even, what I'm going to start to see is that my kid says, Wow, dad really doesn't care that this is awkward. He just wants to spend time with me. Wow, mom really likes me enough that she she doesn't mind the awkward time. And I'm going to start making the most of that time, and I'm going to start opening up to my parents. That's how you plant seeds in that garden that can kind of blossom in in a harvest of rich relationship later. And it really is worth sitting in that awkwardness, you know, that's the digging through that awkward soil, if you follow the gardening analogy through its conclusion. To, to, to get that harvest. That's a really encouraging reminder, Jacob. Thank you so much. Really appreciate your insights. And if folks would like to learn more about Jacob's good work, they can come on over to catholiccounselors.com. Again, that's catholiccounselors.com. But if you've got family questions, whether that's about the family under your own roof or your extended family, we want to help you build a more loving, caring, connected, faithful, and joyful family life. Give us a call right now at 877 573 7825. Again, that's 877-573-7825. Can our society return to sanity? No, not without widespread spiritual revival. I don't see how it can happen. As Richard Weaver said in the classic, Ideas Have Consequences, nothing can be done until we have decided whether we are primarily interested in truth. And that's a capital T. Not my truth, not your truth but the truth we share of an objective moral universe. And that's where we have to stand firm and insist with all grace and with all love that Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. And he did teach that the truth is good and will set us free. But there's no freedom until we re-embrace some shared 
understanding of the truth. Cresta in the Afternoon, weekdays at 4 Eastern on EWTN Radio. Father Benedict Groeschel. I want to welcome you, if you're not familiar, with the wonderful world of the gifts of the Holy Spirit. What will America become if it makes it impossible for the Holy Spirit to work here because of untruth and self-indulgence and paganism? This is not just a nice discussion of the gifts of the Holy Spirit, because I'm going to discuss what happens when people make it impossible to be prudent, just, or honest, or brave, or courageous, or reverent. When people make that impossible, what a terrible thing they do not only to themselves, but to our society. EWTN. Live Truth. Live Catholic. Hi, I'm Lisa Popcheck. Do you feel held back by your inner critic, that little voice whispering, I can't or I'm not good enough? The spiritual master and doctor of the church, St. Ignatius of Loyola, realized that these disheartening thoughts, which he called desolations, are not from God, especially when they tempt us from becoming who God wants us to be. Consolations, on the other hand, come from the Holy Spirit. These positive thoughts encourage us to trust in God's plan for us. If we want to follow God's plan, we need to quell that inner critic and listen instead to the consoling voice of the Holy Spirit. Here's a practice that can help. First, every day, write down your successes. Did you make someone smile? Did you exercise despite feeling low? Write it down. Next, write down the strengths or virtues behind those successes. The kindness that brought out that smile, for instance, or the persistence that helped you exercise. Finally, turn your virtues into daily I am statements. I am kind, or I am persistent. Doing so will remind you that your identity flows from the gifts of God's grace, not that inner critic. For one-on-one support on your spiritual journey, visit catholiccounselors.com. Welcome back, folks. You are listening to More to Life on the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. I'm Dr. Greg Popchak. I'm Lisa Popchak. And today's show is titled Family Matters as we talk about the challenges of family life. Whether we're talking about the family under your own roof or your extended family, we want to help you, with God's grace, create a more joyful, connected, caring, faithful family life. Give us a call at 877-573-7825. And by the way, if you're looking for daily support in building a stronger, more loving, faithful, and connected Catholic family life, I hope that you'll join us over at Catholic HOM. It stands for Households on Mission. And if you go to CatholicHOM.com or download the Catholic HOM app, you'll find tons of activities, downloadables, podcasts, fun videos, and most importantly, daily support from our whole team of pastors.
pastoral counselors and coaches who are there to answer your questions about parenting, about passing on the faith to our kids, encountering Christ at home, and all the other stuff that it takes to build a more thriving Catholic household on mission. Check it out. Go to CatholicHOM.com or download the Catholic HOM app today. First month is absolutely free. No risk at all. Cancel any time, but try it out. If you do, I know that you'll be staying with the community because it's a great great place. We love hanging out with all those folks there. So check it out, catholichom.com. But we are taking your calls right now about family life and all the challenges that we face in building the family that God calls us to have. 877-573-7825. Again, that's 877-573-7825. Let's talk now with Diane, who's listening to EWTN Radio in New Jersey. Hi, Diane. Welcome to More to Life. What's going on? Okay, I'm the mother of seven children, um, 26 grandchildren. Um, I do lots of things as a family, you know, invite two families over at a time, have things with all the granddaughters together. Um, Everybody seems to enjoy it, but my one daughter is always, well, my children really need more individual time with you. They want to get to know you better. Um, I don't understand, like, how six of them unless they're <laughs> unhappy and they're not saying it, they seem to always get excited when I say, oh, I've got to have all the girls over today, we're going to do a tea party, you know, do this with Grandma, do that, with, then I'll do it with the boys. But she keeps kind of pushing me for this individual time. And no matter how I try to work it out, I make two steps forward with her and one step back. She's just kind of... Now, how many children does she have and what are their ages? She has four uh, 21, 18, um, 14, and 11. Okay, so these are fairly grown children at this point. Um, now, where do they live? Close enough for you to do things individually yes. with them they away from everybody hour. else? They live a half hour from me. Okay. They're all, yeah, they're all close by. Diane? Um, the oldest child, uh, the 21-year-old, had a baby a couple of years ago out of wedlock, and, um, mm-hmm. And I've, um, she's married now, and we've become really special friends. But years ago, she would say to me, oh, my daughter cries. She doesn't know you like she'd like to. Now that she and I are, I mean, that was never the case in my eyes. But now that her daughter and I, and we've accepted the baby, and we've done everything, and we go out, and now she's almost jealous that, you know, that I'm spending more time with her, my daughter, with her little grandchild. Mm-hmm. You know, and I, I don't know how. So to Diane, let me ask you. you well, let me ask you a question. So, so, so she's saying to you, "I want more one-on-one time." And then you said, "You know, I, I don't know what to do to make her happy. I, it's like I take you know one step forward and two steps back." Can, are, are you saying that you're trying to to meet that request for that one-on-one time, or what, what do you mean? What, what well, are you doing that's trying? That's you know, that's one step forward. It's hard to, with so many, you know, with so many children. Um, my husband, we're seventy-five. It's not, and my husband's still working. So, I mean, I have a life other than grandma. You know what I'm saying? I do other things. Yeah. And kids are in school. It's hard to find one-on-one time. You know, at the end of the day, after they're out of high school, their activities. Like, her expectations of me are so very high. I, I just don't. And she'll say to me sometimes, well, my her little girls, they're a little jealous of their little niece. The baby might... She has other grandparents, you know, you're our, we're your grandchildren, she's your great, well, 
I'm trying to look. All right. You know. Well, so look, Diamond. I mean, what I would say to you here is, I mean, you don't you don't have to be on all the time. I mean, if she she's made, she's saying, you know, I'd like to spend a little more one on one time with you. And I want to say, Greg, because you're you're saying this in a way that I think hits something that's important. My first gut reaction, Diane, is that your own daughter wants some time with you. And she's using the kids as a you know way to push that because somehow she thinks you love your grandkids, all of them, a little bit more than 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 her. And she that's wants not true, some time. No, of but... course not. But she's one of seven of you know herself, and she's probably saying, "I live half an hour away from mom. Like, why can't we just get together sometime and have some time with that?" And then she wants you to have some time with her kids as well. And you're blessed enough that they're a half an hour away. I mean, just, you know, being able to say, all right, well, I'll come to your house for dinner on such and such a night and get some time with them. So you're not working more. And the kids that can be there can be there. Like, just coming up with some creative ideas or letting her come up with the ideas and you just have to show up. It doesn't know, always have to be a tea party or a full-fledged circus. I mean, everybody wants to know that they're loved as individuals, not just yeah. as a group. Yeah. Um, and, I, you know, you sound like you're doing a great job. The things that you're doing are wonderful, and you're really good at, at kind of managing the group. But what this one daughter in particular is saying is, I, I'd like a little bit more of you. Um, and, you know, that doesn't mean she needs all of you. That doesn't mean you, need, you, get, you have to neglect all of your other children or grandchildren. It just means that, that you know, ha- when she says that, or even since she has said it, say to her, you know what, well, what are some things that you'd like to do? You know, let, let's talk about it. I mean, you're saying you want more one-on-one time. I mean, I, 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 I you know, I've got a lot of demands on my time, but I want to make some time for you. What would you like to do? And just brainstorm some things, you know, because I, I get the feeling, right, what's happening here is that you're, again, you're used to thinking about loving your family as a group and because coming up with creative, to. wonderful, creative ways to connect with, with everybody at, at once, which is beautiful. It's awesome. I want to say there are not a lot of grandmas who are as committed as you are, and it's fantastic. We're not running any of that down. But when she says, I want a little bit more time with you, you end up feeling a little judged. Um, and instead of kind of responding to that request, you kind of defend yourself then. And it's like, well, but I do all these other things and everybody else is happy with me. How come you can't be happy with me? And whether you say that or not, that's kind of where your mind goes. And in- instead, I think it's important for parents to realize that, that every kid is a unique and unrepeatable person who needs something a little different, right? And so some kids might need a little bit more of us than other kids. And, and, and it's okay, you know, to when they say, hey, I'd, I'd like you to love me in this way to say well let's talk about how we can make that work you know i might not be able to do everything that you're asking me to do but let's come up with something that you know would give you a little bit of that time with me and still allow me to do some of the other things that i do so for instance all right i mean you know i don't know if you do this or not but i'm just giving you an example let's say there's this project you got going on at your house that you have to do you know you could say well look you know i have this thing going on i'd love to spend some time with you would you want to come over and help me with it you know, or do you have that thing going on that I can come over and help you? You know, you know what I'm saying? Like you, you can make her part of your life in some way so that it's not just I have to leave the things that I need to do and go be with her. It's I, I'm inviting her to be part of this with me. That's just one example. My point, though, is, you know, talk to her about it. Say, what are some things that you'd like to do? And, and try to generate some different ideas that you could fit things in so that at least you're, you're showing her that you have heard her and are, are interested. Right, because again, you know, loving people as a group is different 
than loving people individually. And she is just asking for a little bit more of that, that one-on-one time with you. And it sounds like she's been asking for that for a really long time. So have that conversation with her, Diane. I don't think that she'll be as difficult to satisfy as you imagine she will be. And let her, let her come up with a whole list. Like, write it down as she's talking about things she wishes she could do. And then try to schedule one of them for now. And then maybe another one for, you know... February after the holidays are over or the last week of January, even if you do it every other month where you just have some time with your daughter or some time with her children that she's come up with the ideas. You know, Diane, I can tell you're really a dynamic woman who comes up with fabulous ideas. You are probably the idea woman in your family. Let your daughter come up with the ideas so that you're not carrying all of the emotional weight of planning all of this, but you can still meet that need that she's very clearly asking you to meet. Thank you for the call, Diane. And, you know, look, this is a little public service announcement for everybody out there. I run into this in our pastoral counseling practice all the time where, you know, a wife will say to her husband, I need X, Y, Z and P, D and Q. And the husband says, but I just don't know what you need from me. Mm-hmm. Right? Or where a kid will say to a parent, I, I need A, B, and C, and, and, and the parent will say, but I don't know what you need from me. <laughs> Sometimes we just have to step back and listen. Uh, and I know, you know the real reason that we don't like to respond to those requests is that it brings out something in us. Right? It, it makes us feel vulnerable in a way or uncomfortable in a way that we don't like. And- or we just don't really understand it because it's not how our personality is geared so we really have to ask them for more information so that we can learn it well and the point of doing that though is that god puts the people in our life that we need to grow in ways that he wants us to grow that's right and we can either respond to those requests and grow in those ways that he's calling us to grow or we can resist those requests and find ourselves falling into more and more conflict and confusion and tension that's up to us we have that choice to make. And so when somebody we love tells us what they need, we, we can't just explain why they shouldn't need that. We kind of have to listen to that. And we don't have to give it to them exactly the way they want it and when they want it. We can talk through that and negotiate it and figure out a way that works for us. But we do need to respond to it. Because by responding to that, we're not just responding to that person's request. We're responding to God's invitation that he is giving to us through that person to grow in ways that we would not grow if it wasn't for God putting that person in our lives. But we, but we do also have to do so that we don't either have that scary reactive feeling or get it wrong is ask them the details of it. Too often, as, as in Diane's situation here, somebody will ask us for, ask of, for something from us, not a material thing, but a relational thing and it's too broad a category it's too broad an ask not too big but too broad and we don't really understand it and that's when we need to take a deep breath say a prayer to the Holy Spirit that God really gives us the ears to hear and the heart to understand and then ask them to spell out the details and to help us come up with a plan together just because somebody has a relationship request of us we do not have to carry all the emotional weight we do not have to figure out the ins and outs of rebuilding the relationship or building what they want they if they have that request they need to be able to explain it to us come up with details and help make a plan all right with that we've got to go to break but as we head out it's time for our scripture of the day which comes to us from first timothy chapter 3 verse 5 
If someone does not know how to manage his own household, how will he care for God's church? Now this can feel really condemning, because a lot of us struggle to manage our own families, our own households. But if we're trying to learn, if we're open to God tutoring us through it, if we're open to growing, God is going to show us how to do this and to bless his church because when we truly love our families and work to build our families, as we were saying at the beginning, that's the greatest ministry we can do, and that really does build the church. Well, exactly. I mean, Pope Francis said that the church is a family of families, and Pope St. John Paul the Great famously said that as the family goes, so goes the church and so goes all of society. You know, St. Paul, in his letter to Timothy, is reminding us that when we take care of our households, we are taking care of God's church, the domestic church, which is really church, by the way. Every family is called to be a church, a little mini church, an outpost of grace in a hurting world. And so St. Paul is reminding us that caring for our households and our family is a ministry that builds up God's church. And too often we're out running around doing so many different service projects because it's easier (laughs) to do those ministries than it is to learn to love our spouse or our kids or our parents or siblings or our extended family. So just a little reminder today from St. Paul and yours truly to really focus in on the ministry of building up your family. 877-573-7825. Again, that's 877-573. 573-7825. We're talking about healing your family or strengthening it. You know, whatever the challenges are that you're encountering in parenting, in your extended family life, in your relationship with your adult kids or your parents or siblings, we want to help you build a more loving, caring, connected, faithful, and joyful Catholic family life. 877-573-7825. More to life will continue with your questions about family when we come back after the break. Would you get on a plane that doesn't have a pilot? Investing in passive index mutual funds may present the same issue. The Ave Maria mutual funds are actively managed by seasoned investment professionals to help you meet your investment goals in a morally responsible way. Ave Maria funds are managed to conform to pro-life and pro-family values. Long-term investors could invest in the no-load Ave Maria mutual funds. You can learn more about the Ave Maria Mutual Funds at 866-AVE-MARIA or visit AveMariaFunds.com. How does the first commandment encompass the virtue of charity? The Catholic Catechism says it commands us to love God above all else and to love all creatures for Him and because of Him. There are numerous ways to sin against God's love. The sin of indifference neglects or refuses to contemplate divine charity. Ingratitude refuses to even acknowledge divine charity or return to God love for love. Lukewarmness is hesitation or negligence in responding to divine love. Spiritual sloth occurs when a person rejects the joy coming from God and is repelled by divine goodness. Finally, actual hatred of God denies his goodness and curses him as the one who forbids sin and inflicts punishments. This is Peggy Stanton, and this has been the Order of Malta's Minute with the Catechism. This program is brought to you by the following nonprofit underwriter. Are you longing to hear God's voice? Lord, teach me to pray. The free Ignatian prayer series will open your heart to His voice, to the peace you are seeking, and the only love that fulfills the human heart, Jesus. God is calling you to true joy, knowing Jesus personally. 
Lord Teach Me to Pray is free. Go to lordteachmetopray.com, click on the red box, order the Lord Teach Me to Pray series now. Go to lordteachmetopray.com. Want more tips for living a more joyful, abundant life through the gift of the theology of the body? Well, and follow us on Facebook at More to Life with Dr. Greg and Lisa, and on Twitter and Instagram at Catholic Counselors. We'll see you there. Thank you for joining us today on More to Life on the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. I'm Lisa Popchak. I'm Dr. Greg Popchak. Today our show is titled Family Matters as we talk about all the things that make family life complicated. If you've got parenting questions, family conflict, extended family troubles, we want to help you create a more loving, caring, connected, and faithful family life. Give us a call. The number is 877-573-7825. Let's talk now with Mike, who's listening to EWTN Radio in North Dakota. Mike from North Dakota, welcome to More to Life. What's your question for us? Hi. um, Last Monday night, my wife told me she was having an affair. and um, Mm, I'm so sorry. Oh, thank you. And um, she ended up leaving me and the kids on Friday. Um, my real, so she, my okay, is, so I want to be clear here. She left the children with you because on the board it says that she took the children with her. So which is it? No, I have the children. No, she completely okay. left. This is a really, really messed up situation. Okay. Um, so but so my, how can we help you today, Mike? Okay, so... The man that she left us for is a former Benedictine monk who left the seminary and became a nurse. And my wife is a registered nurse at the University of St. Mary who takes care okay, of her. Okay, so they're both live at the, they both work at the but same hospital and they met there. And that's them, though. How can yeah, we help no. you? What do you yeah. need from no, us at this that point? No, isn't, that isn't how this happened. No, he's in. Well, Mike, it doesn't matter how it happened. What, I'm asking you, what okay. can we do to help you right now? Because you're in, you're in a, you're in a so much pain. pain. So how can what, what can we do for you now? Yes, but I keep uh, keep getting interrupted. Anyways, um, how could a man flip a wife? Yeah, that's not Mike. That's not the question. You, you, okay, I need to interrupt you here. You're focused on the wrong thing. Okay, I get why you're focused on the wrong thing. You're hurt. And you're, but, but, but you're hurt but, by your wife, and you also but, feel betrayed because this man is a religious person in some way, and you think, well, this shouldn't happen. But unless you focus on the right thing here, nothing's going to change. Yeah, every the more you focus on why did this guy do this or why did your wife do that, the, the less you're focusing on the power that you have to make it better. The power that you have to either, well, first of all, to be there for your children right now. And second of all, to possibly reconcile with your wife. Um, but that's going to require you to do something we were talking about with our first caller, Mary yes, Beth, Mary Beth. Mm-hmm. who made the point that in any situation, the only thing we can do is look at ourselves first and say, what, how can I respond to this situation in a way that will glorify God, that will help me be my best self, and will help me work for the good of everybody that's involved right now? You know, right now, you, you've taken a, a nuclear bomb to the chest. And I get how much pain you're in. I am so sorry. We work, we walk with people who are in your situation all the time through the pastoral counseling practice. And I, I know the pain that you're going through because I walk with people who are in the same situation all the time. And your natural tendency is going to be to focus on them 
why did my wife do this to me? Why did? How can this guy do this? Because it's a what? betrayal and it's horrible and it hurts. And I so get that, much. right? But that's the wrong question. You don't want to be asking that question because even if you had the answer to it, so what? What difference does it make to you? It doesn't help you be there for your kids. It doesn't figure, help you figure out a way to heal your marriage. It doesn't help you figure out a way to get your head back on. None of that helps. So I really need you to look, Mike, at, at the question, how do I need to respond to this in a way that will help me be my best self, that will help me work for the good of my children, and yeah, even the good of my wife, and, and glorify God through this whole situation. The first thing that I'm going to really encourage you to do is reach out for some good professional help, either a marriage and family counselor in your area, or if you'd like a, a kind of a faithful take on all this, you can, resp- you can reach out to us at catholiccounselors.com. But you want to walk with somebody who can help you focus in on the most important things that you can do right now to be there for your children and, and build a strong family life with them and begin to look at what it would take to heal yourself and heal your marriage. Now, you might hear marriage and family counselor, and your first reaction, especially when you're hurting this badly, might be, well, she won't go to counseling. She's gone. That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about somebody who specializes in marriage and family counseling to help you figure out how to heal yourself, be there for your very hurting, frightened, betrayed children, and possibly save and heal your marriage, which even in this dire circumstance can actually be done. So, Mike, uh, again, and I apologize. I know that you felt like I interrupted you. The, the, The point was, though, to really kind of give you the time that you needed to help refocus you on what you need to focus on. It doesn't matter why this guy did that. It doesn't matter why your wife did it. What matters is what can you do to respond to it in a way that will help you and your children bond together through this, help you be your best self, and help you start working toward the possibility of healing this relationship. What will that take? It doesn't matter. Even if you got the answer to the question of why would a guy like that do this, it doesn't help. We get it. We get why that's where your head's going. But believe it or not, when we feel betrayed and all we can think of is the why of it, Satan's actually using it to take away all of our power and let us just fester in the pain and the mire of it all. The Holy Spirit wants to bring healing, healing to you, as much healing as possible to your children and possibly healing to this marriage. Whether your wife is depressed whether she saw something wrong in the marriage whether this guy is the big villain will not affect how you can respond to this and i want to be clear none of that justifies what she's done what she's done is horrible good thing to be clear what she's done is absolutely horrible i completely am sympathetic to your situation so sympathetic and i'm on your side um but i I, because i'm on your side i want to help you respond to this in a way that will actually be useful and the road you're going down is not going to work All right, that's all the time we've got for your calls today. Thank you so much for being with us and sharing some of your questions about building a more loving, caring, connected, faithful, joyful Catholic family life. As I mentioned earlier, if you'd like more support, I hope that you'll come on over to CatholicHOM.com. That stands for Households on Mission. You can download the Catholic HOM app. It's the first month is absolutely free. Try it out. Find out all about the activities, the downloadables, the podcasts, the fun videos for your whole family, and most importantly, the accompaniment that we can provide to you and parents just like you every day. Our whole team is on there answering questions, providing feedback and resources, and the support the Catholic parents need to build strong, dynamic, loving Catholic households. Check it out, catholichom.com, or download the Catholic HOM app. 
That's all, again, that's all the time we've got. But if you'd like more personal guidance, you can come on over to CatholicCounselors.com and learn more about all of our resources there. Work with a faithful, professional Catholic counselor to help you transform your marriage, family, or personal life. That's at CatholicCounselors.com. And get out there and celebrate the life God has for you because you know what? With God's grace, there really is so much more to life. Thanks for tuning in, and have a blessed day, everybody. You've been listening to More to Life with Dr. Greg and Lisa Popchek. More to Life is a co-production of Ave Maria Radio and EWTN Radio and is carried across the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. Our producer is Dan McGraw. For copies of this program or for more information, visit AveMariaRadio.net.